Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast, a Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. So here we are at the festival and there's a lot going on. So you're going to hear background noise and kids having fun. There've been some great kids here enjoying themselves running free, but we are two witches here interviewing some first time festival attendees. This is Margo. And I am Maeve. And with us, we have... I'm Galen. And Douglas. And you two... This is your first festivals. This is your first festival, even though you've been pagan forever and ever. <laughs> Only 25 years it took me to get here. <laughs> so how have you and have you liked it? This was awesome. This is, I guess, the first year for the Pagan Assemblies Festival. So it was great turnout, great people, no incidents. Yes. Uh, no one drowned. <laughs> yeah. We are at a beautiful lake. Yeah, so the, the, lake. the facility is gorgeous, and it's just been uh, a great experience. made a bunch of new friends. Holy crap, a pile of new friends to get hold of and have conversations with and do the things. And they threw me under the bus for uh, for the men's retreat thingy there, so that was kind of entertaining. <laughs> what were you anticipating? My intention coming to this was just to experience it and just to sort of be on the sidelines and not to be excessively active because I wanted to have the experience of feeling what was going on. That and didn't work out. That never worked out in my favor. <laughs> it never does work out for me. Uh, it's just what I do, though. So the first day, I was it was good. Friday, you know, I came up Friday and we did some of the seminars and stuff and uh, everything was good. Like I got to choose what I wanted to attend and we sat around the fire and there was mead and there was beer and there was food and there's just the camaraderie has been whiskey uh, and lots of whiskey. <laughs> um, so there's been many, many things. Because here on Three Witches and a Druid, we do like our alcohol. <laughs> we have made that all very clear. With. Yes, I, I've noticed that when I drive yeah, we, to we, we when often I, drink. When I drive to Ontario, I usually have three witches and a druid playing uh, in sequence. Yes. So, and it's a thirteen-hour drive. So, so. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your favorite part so far? We are at where we're. It's noon 
on the Sunday, the day three. So we're all so okay, winding down. Our final winding day. day. Yeah. What's been your favorite part? So the main writ last night with uh, for Lunasa was uh, was so far my favorite part. I think it was it was nice to see because I followed the Druid path of most things pretty much solitary for most of my practice. It was nice to see what a grove can actually do and what that looked like, and it gave me the kind of motivation to perhaps further explore that particular avenue so yeah that's kind of what was my favorite part it was it was nice to see the difference because i've participated in, in the group rituals before like on the commons with hysterics with dawn with some of the other folks that are that are active in the community and to see a druidic ritual performed by other druids in person and to see the different flavor it is very different very different uh, yeah so uh, but it's also uh very appropriate like it, it felt comfortable for me to be in that which is exactly what i was looking for i came i intended i conquered and now i have to go do some readings <laughs> <laughs> so what surprised you the most what was your biggest surprise that i came Okay. So it was it, it was definitely a question uh, up until the last minute of going, all right, I'm in New Minus, picking up a few things. Am I actually going to finish and, or am I just going to turn around and go home? I'd have strangled so, you. Um, <laughs> there would have been strangling well, when well, I yeah. got home. <laughs> it, it, it's one thing to come and you have the camaraderie of, of knowing that the, the, the people like I, I know you and, you know, Margo and, you know, a few other people that are that were going to be here. But to come to something like this, having been solitary, being an individual, being alone, you know, th there's a lot of anxiety that comes with those things of going to a, a place you've never been with a bunch of people you don't know to see in what, the woods, yeah, in the middle of in the, the forest, the wondering, wondering who's going to be sacrificed first. <laughs> Well, so, you, you did learn something in opening ritual. I made we we stressed very much that strangers are only friends you haven't met yet. Well, and sometimes that you know you, that's hard for some people. It's hard for a lot of people, and that's yeah. it's hard, especially in our community. So because the there's so much ostracization within the community of outside, you know, when when you're walking down the street, it, it's basically like coming out, Ooh. and you're not able to do that because your employer is, is orthodox or whatever. So to be able to have the fellowship and to be able to have the conversations that we've been able to have here, um, you know, to speak openly about magic and, and the spirits and the gods and, you know, your own personal belief system and how you interact with the world and to have a community to be able to do that that with we've had what 45 50 people here over the weekend yeah um, been a nice little festival so yeah so you know it's not so large that it's overwhelming and there you know it's the hundreds of people here and like a gathering of ten thousand or whatever uh, which apparently is a thing somewhere but it's you know there's enough to make some intimate connections with people so it's been really really good that way so if you don't do it next year i will <laughs> well, that makes for a really good segue as you knew people who were going to be here already. And then we have Douglas who showed up without knowing anybody who was going to be here. I knew, I oh, knew voices. Uh, yes. Oh, I knew voices. the voices from the podcast. Yes. Oh, for heaven's sake, you listen. I always am shocked that anyone's listening. But anyway. <laughs> And so I actually came from New Brunswick. By the time I got here, it was about eight hours of driving. Oh, my gracious. But part of that's because of the geography mm. of the Maritimes. I live in northern, northern New Brunswick, so it's straight down to Truro. But the Bay Fundy is in the way. Is in the way. So you can yeah. almost go to Halifax and then back up and then over. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, you can go through the Rodden Hills, but that's a very twisty turny. Yep. Whatever. So, and, and, and I did most of that. <laughs> wonderful. So, Douglas, what has been your favorite part? The community. Just being together. There was no expectation. You believe this, and so I want you to believe this. It's just come as you are. Just be who you are. Whatever you believe is what, whatever you believe. <laughs> Yeah, that is the great thing and something we do really try to promote within our community. And mm-hmm. me, as personally, as a human being, I try to promote openness and acceptance. But we are very lucky that our community is very accepting and inviting and opening. Very inclusive, open. Very yes. inclusive yeah. and very welcoming. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to make sure that everybody did feel welcome when they yeah. arrived. And like you just came and plopped yourself right down yeah. next to us. And that was <laughs> there great. There we are. You should, yeah. showed up the day before yeah. in yeah. the dark <laughs> and walking up to the circle. Hi, is there a Brian in the midst? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's Brian. And w- my name's Douglas, and I emailed back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. And that's how I introduced myself to the circle. Yeah. Literally so, in the dark yeah. at 9.30, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. So was it different than your expectations? What were you expecting? I had no expectation, no expectation. except for the community. Yeah. As we had been talking over the weekend, you are... Uh, consummate festival goer of yes. various varieties yes. but was this your first pagan this festival? was my absolute first pagan festival right and my first time seeing pagans do any ritual mm. <laughs> and so the opening ritual by may the the lunasa ritual hosted by adf myself i've been a solitary druid for seven almost eight years and it was last fall that i joined i joined the ancient order of druids of america mm and that was because I had found their podcast and I listened to them before I listened to Three Witches and a Druid. Right. <laughs> and so it was literally a synchronicity of mm-hmm. timing. And, Meant to be. Yeah. And when I started listening to you guys, hey, EDF sounds cool too. <laughs> and so, and, and my background being Christian and hardcore evangelical where the denominations don't work together. Mm. <laughs> like there's, there's been a movement in that towards more ecumenical work. But what I've found within paganism, particularly following my path of Druidism, you can be ADF, you can be Ancient Order, you can be Black Mountain, you can be any of them and all of them almost at the same time. You pick and choose and apply it to your life as you see fit. That's great. So was there anything that surprised you? Anything that really was a like, wow, what a surprise, or or did you or an epiphany? You know, you can share something more personal if you wish. You certainly don't have to. Could it have been how fast four o'clock in the morning came? <laughs> <laughs> There's something that surprised you about it you, that you just you know you hadn't thought about that really got it was like wow. The biggest thing was so so even growing up, I went to church camp in, out in Truro, and so driving through the area. It literally felt like I was driving. I felt like I was home. And then I got here and literally walked in to a circle of strangers. And Abe said, strangers are friends we haven't met. And that's, that was one of my dad's favorite lines. Oh, really? And so nothing really surprised me. I, I had a couple epiphanies about the whole path where uh, solitary, you kind of feel like you're alone. But coming together like Galen been 25 years in the practice but well known in the community me i'm so far away 
I actually know one druid where I live locally. We've talked and we've connected, but we've never actually done anything druid. Mm. I know it's funny. I'm sitting here nodding my head as I'm listening to you, as if anybody can tell I'm nodding my head. Yeah, you're nodding your head in agreement with Douglas. <laughs> or you mean Daniel. I call them Daniel the first day. But you know, I'm terrible with the names, but I got it right later, Douglas. It's better than Greg. Greg. <laughs> Well, thank you, but I believe we have another interviewee Interviewee over there. Come on over. <laughs> if you could give your name, introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is uh, Addison. I'm, uh, I'm Addison. <laughs> Addison. Very good. So, Addison, is this? have you been to a festival before? Is this your first time? Um, yeah, I've been to this festival. I've been to Aegis last year. Uh, it's 2023 there? now, so it's Aegis 2022. And I've been to Kaleidoscope in Northern Ontario twice. Oh, which wow. was a pretty big festival, a couple hundred people there. So yeah, Kaleidoscope is a big festival. Yeah, yeah. Right. <gasps> largest in Canada. You know what? Now that you say you were at Aegis last year, I recognize you now. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> it's very nice to see. I, I recognize sort of half. Recognize people that I, you know, don't know their names. It's but okay. You can find me in the dream state. I'm okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, what was your antis? Because you've been to Aegis, mm -hmm. you've been up the Kaleidoscope. What was your? Did you have any anticipations when you were coming uh, here? I knew it would be a smaller festival. I heard this was the first year this one was being run, mm -hmm. uh, and I figured it was being run on South Mountain and beautiful Nova Scotia in the valley. So, I figured that it'd be a small community to start with which i was kind of looking forward to because it's always nice to get in depth with people when you when you meet them so that's very good was there anything that surprised you would you have any surprises no not really it obviously it's it's all been just great so that's probably i was hoping for that <laughs> you were hoping that my next question was did you have any anticipation or preconceived ideas yeah well i hadn't um been in a main writ with druids before so that that was always interesting uh nice. to learn how that practice I'm, I'm used to calling circle like closing doing the circle work and calling corners and stuff mm -hmm. uh in my personal practice and some of the larger rituals i've done with other practitioners but i yeah it was very interesting to see it from a different perspective but i'm excited to learn some more about that that's what we always enjoyed about the past gathering that we used to attend that different people from different paths every year would mm -hmm. do rituals so you did get to see quite a variety of the different ways people practiced and yeah. and, and again a public ritual isn't necessarily the, the same way you would practice on a regular basis yes privately yes yeah. like Situation, some of the, the yeah. theatrical things that we've done in the past aren't the types of things we would just do in our backyard yeah, flaming torches are not done in your living room see that, that's <laughs> funny because for me that the pageantry is kind of I, i'm a ceremonial magician oh, so, yeah, so yeah. It, okay. that's like built into our system <laughs> yes yeah. no i understand yeah. excellent excellent what are you taking away is there anything taking away well away? i'm taking away a lot of good lessons uh, around druidry i'm gonna get involved hopefully involved in that because it's uh, looks to be a very exciting community aside from that i was here for some workshops and they were always informative always loved to be keep learning so yeah wonderful Awesome. Well, thank you so much thank oh. you thank for you stopping so by that's wonderful with us My So hello, this is one of hopefully a few interviews with individuals who this is their first time at a festival. So 
Would you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Tyra Lyon. So this is your first festival? Yeah. What are your thoughts so far? I don't want to leave. I want to come <laughs> back as soon as possible. Um, and so what did you think? What did you think of the location? Oh, perfect. Could not be better. Great. Was yeah. there anything that sort of stood out over anything else? The lake, the fire, the trees. It was very well kept, very respected. Right. Um, and you uh, got to participate in, at this point, all the rituals. I know we still have closing yes. ritual to come. All the rituals um, and a few workshops. Great. Was there yeah. a workshop that stood out for you? Probably the walking with spirit animals. Awesome. Um, I was just like in tears. I was moved so much. Amazing. Yeah. You have a little one here? Yes. And how's that going? It's really good. I was super hesitant at first because yeah. she hasn't been to a festival or even just camping. Right. But no, everyone's really been super great with her and right. stepping up to help me when like I need relieving right. or they want to hang out with her and everything. Right. It's, it's you had commented great. early on in the festival that sometimes it was a little hard because you were here alone mm. and then you kind of realized that you were surrounded by family. Yeah. Has that feeling remained? Yeah, it's grown even. Great. Yeah. Yeah, like we used to joke back in the days of Aegis that <laughs> the children would just go wild. <laughs> and that was before I had kids. They would just be wild children in the field. Now that I have a child, it's like, yeah, he's just, he's just feral at this yeah. point. And you know what? It's okay because he's in a safe place. Yes. He is protected and loved. And if he falls and bumps himself, it's perfectly okay. So get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, do you have a similar feeling or? I was less afraid of like bumps and bruises. She's a rough and tough little girl. Right. And then she found an equally rough and tough yes. little boy yeah. that they've just bounced off each other the entire weekend. Exactly. They're inseparable. Yeah. I was more scared of just her wandering off. Right. That's and, fair. And not finding her. Yeah. Like, especially like into the water or something without yeah. a life jacket. But everyone's been very watchful. Super, like, protective and supportive. And I am teaching myself to lean back a little bit, take a step back, and not be as overbearing with my protective parenting. It's 2023. It's not necessarily a bad thing to be cautious of what's going on around you. But it's nice to know that a place like this is a safe space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that there were safe spaces anymore really yeah Yeah. Yeah. but i'd still be worried about wandering off yeah you guys came a little late but we had made it clear to the children like don't leave the fenced area as long as you're in the fenced area you're good yeah if we catch you outside the fenced area (laughs) we're throwing you in the river or into the wasp nest (laughs) yeah into the wasp nest and the other thing is when we first booked this place the owner of the land scouts canada had similar kind of joked that you had to try hard to drown yes. in the lake because it's quite shallow yes it does get deep but you have to wander up pretty far before you get to the deepness so that's one of the reasons we picked this place is because it felt very safe and secure and yeah. it was nice that we had two lifeguards on site yes. the whole weekend and that that wasn't necessarily for the adults it was mostly for the kids yes and the kids could feel safe and free in there we only had one incident where a kid fell in yes and that was because they were to being dumb and yeah. then he realized <laughs> oh i'm only knee deep i'm okay. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And luckily it was an older kid, too. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. How did you feel about the main ritual? Uh, last night? Yeah. It was really great. I I was moved, uh, especially when, like, the fire kind of, like, collapsed in a way. And then the tide came in. And I, it was it just felt very, like, just magical, I guess. Right. <laughs> 
Great. I know druid rituals tend to be a little bit more structured. Mm. They're not as free-flowing as, say, Maeve's opening ritual. No, it was really great. I was worried about Ethian interrupting, but she was pretty good. She liked singing along. Great. Yeah. You've got to meet lots of new people? Yes. Yeah. Did yeah. you know anyone Just here? Lily. Just Lily, okay. Yeah. We came, like, basically together. We were in, like, the same family package. Right. But you've now put names to faces you may have known online, such? No, no. No? Everyone else, fresh. Oh, okay. Um, didn't even hear of them. Well, Lily told me about her cousin Gabby, but that that's right. the only face to name. Right. And so how did you find out about the festival? Gabby told Lily who told me. Great. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And so what do you follow a path yourself? I used to think that I was Wiccan just because that's the only religion I really knew of. Yeah. I don't always believe in like all the rules that they have. Right. I don't know of all of them, but I've like, you know, like it's just more structured. I'd like to still explore more. I believe like anywhere between like pagan to spiritual. Yeah. Just like I don't have like a concrete label right now because right. I don't know what any of the labels so entail. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that's great. Like, yeah. Most people end up being eclectic for most of their what, travel. What is it? Eclectic is a little bit of everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Whatever like makes collecting you, yeah, bits in, of, in of a the sense, religions. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever makes you comfortable in your skin yeah yeah did you have any questions or thoughts i do i'm just pausing because i that's okay. think them that's why we have krista she'll edit this part yes out. maybe hi, also hi krista maybe also take away the part where i said uh wasp nest no, no I, fe- I feel bad about that no no I don't we're, wanna... we're gonna mention that on the okay. podcast it's okay, okay. yeah <laughs> so i got stung and it almost killed me <laughs> and no one else believes me because it stung me right in the brain oh and then God. adam got stung in yes, the eye the eye ah. There was a fly in my eye. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I, w- <laughs> I was just in the bathroom and there was one and I had to like bolt out. Yeah. yeah. I was we like, sh- I'm not getting burnt hands. Stung. We should have dealt with that. But funny enough, Andrew, uh, who we interviewed last year, told us a story way back in the day at APEG. There was a hornet's nest in the middle of the field. Oh. And they dealt with it. And it sort of got out into the community that they dealt with the wasp nest. Uh, okay. And the whole, the whole weekend was like, why did you kill the wasps? We should have just put like a cautionary tape uh, around it. Like, wasp right activists. Yeah, yeah. The wasps do not follow the cautionary <laughs> No, bad. Oh, it's no. It's just hard with children. Like, we yes. should have probably dealt with that, but we'll, oh. we'll leave that to the scouts. They, yeah. they can deal with it. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with it safely, so I'd rather just not yeah, yeah. go up to the wasp nest. I'm like, do you have a permit? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a permit for that building? <laughs> yes. I feel like my only questions would be like, how do I get more involved? In the community, right. uh, I don't want to wait like another year yeah. to do something like this. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, this is put on by the Pagan Assembly. Mm. Are you, I don't know if you're on Facebook or I anything. I followed on Facebook before it came. Yeah. I could look you up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Facebook is where most of the community stuff okay, happens. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of fundraisers lately, but we're hoping to do more community activities. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Is there like a middle ground, like, where you would meet, like, because I'm in Windsor. Uh, usually, unfortunately, the focus is mostly on Halifax, but we're trying to find people across the province to represent PANS in their communities. Okay, yeah. Like, we just, we have a group of people in Cape Breton mm-hmm. who are going to start hosting meet and greets and such up that way. Nice. So, yeah, like, if you want to host a meet and greet in Windsor, yeah, that'd be I, amazing. That would be something I wouldn't mind taking on. Yeah, especially stuff like that. We have a lot of, like, holistic stuff in Windsor. Yeah. Like, we have the fair trade tan coffee yep. and stuff but like like mystically um we have like our mother's keeper yeah uh, that sells a bunch of holistic stuff 
There's a shockingly large amount of pagans in the valley. Yeah. But it's funny when you speak to valley pagans, they're often like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably the only one. Yeah. It's like there's a Facebook group of, I think, almost 400 of you. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, there, there's quite a few of you. I'll have to find that yeah. Facebook. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, and I hope you have a great day. Yeah, thank you. So we have here today, we have Connell, Hendrick, Atticus, Huggy Wuggy, and Owen. And Brian. And Brian, that's me. So, so there's two, four, six. Yes. Seven. And seven. Yes, because Andrew's in the kitchen. So, I you guys have all been to festivals before. How did you guys feel this weekend went? How did you guys like this festival? I thought about helping people. Yeah? Did you like helping people? Yeah. Yeah? Well, what ways did you help people? Well, I could, and I actually didn't get to. Oh, okay. I could, you could help them walk if they can't walk. Okay. Or you could help them set up a tent. Yeah? Or Did you guys help anyone set up their tents? No. No? Only grown-ups know how to do that stuff. No, you guys know how to do it. Do so in the future, you want to help people more. Kind of. Yeah. You want to be able to help people set up tents. This festival was... I think I saw you guys helping people unload their cars. Is that correct? Yeah. No. Yeah? No? Did you I not did. help people unload their cars? I knew the tent chairs I was sitting on was Wagnos. Yeah? Because I didn't know who owned it. I was asking anybody who knows it. And then when Wagner came, he went in there and I said, oh. So the great thing about a festival like this is that if it's an open chair, exactly. it's pretty much an open seat. As long as everyone takes their chair back at the end of the festival, it doesn't matter. Does that make sense? You have to take yeah. a chair back home. Yeah. It's not ours, it's Bob and Papa's. Yeah, well, you, you would take back your mom and Papa's. If I would rate it out of a 1, 0 to 10, I would rate it probably a drunkness an level. An 8.9. <laughs> an 8.9? Yeah. So why do we lose the 1.1 in rating? Wait, no, 9.9. 9.9. Okay, so why do we lose the point one? We're just twisting my words. I'm not twisting your words. You rated us 8.9 out of 10. I give all podcasts probably a 100 out of 10. <laughs> I give so all we're, talking, we're talking about the festival. 
What was your guys' favorite part of the festival? I give the festival a thousand out of a hundred. Okay. And my favorite part of this festival is when the campfire goes. It oh, you get to stay up at you get you're at like the, out there at nighttime, and you look up in the sky, see all those beautiful stars. Right. That was so nice. So how late did you guys get to stay up? Ten or nine, I would say. Yeah. Very late. Very late. Until um, the stars came out. Do you think you'll be able to stay up that late this week? Yeah. I um, could stay yeah. up for the entire night. Yeah. Do you think if your parents would allow me, you to do that? Probably not. No, if they let me, I would definitely. Yeah. But do you think they will let you? Never. No. <laughs> Camping really is a rare exception for being able to stay up. Camping is a very rare thing which makes kids very sad when they don't go camping, when they say that Pinky Promise are going to go camping, but then they don't. It makes kids really sad because then they get to stay up for like 9 or 10, which right. is really nice. So today is the last day. How do you guys feel about today being the last day? I'm sad. feel medium. <laughs> medium? I, I really want to stay here, but there's no internet here, which means a lot of things you can't do. So oh, I want to say, iPad. like, you guys have been really, really good about not having screens or internet this weekend. And we've been here longer than the festival. We got here Wednesday. So you guys have gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then today. That's almost five days Friday without screens. Friday was my birthday. Yes, your birthday was on, what, Friday? And only one person said, um, called to give Hendrick, um, happy birthday. No, no, we wished him happy birthday at the, uh, at the fire. I was in bed when you guys met him. No, no, you were, you were up. Do you not remember that? Oh. So you guys had a great weekend. You guys didn't do any workshops, but you had fun with the other kids. I did some workshops. Did you? The clay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys did do some workshops. What was your favorite workshop? The clay. The clay? I want the goddess one. The clay I, goddess? This one happened. Yeah. Somebody might have knocked my guy clay goddess's head off, right. but guess what I'm using the little circle I had to do, and he has no head, so he will bunk into everything. Oh, I see. Mm. What was your favorite workshop, Connell? Well, I missed one that I really wanted to go to. But what was the one you missed? The salt bath. Oh, okay. No, that was only for grown-ups. In the tent and being hurt. Right. And Karen just when I came to came to that door. Yeah, so that was a miscommunication because she was chasing the kids away. She didn't realize she wanted to do the workshop. Yeah, but you you did the clay goddess one. You liked it. And I did the seed bomb one. Okay. I and did you the like seed that? bomb yeah. one as well. Yeah, you but had fun you at it. So these guys participated in the festival championship, and Owen won his section, and Ailey won her section. What does the second place people do get? I don't think we had prizes. I have to come up with one. Mommy is actually good at war puzzles. She spelled off. And guess what? what? Ethan decided to draw on one of the oranges, which I could have asked to use to take home. Oh, okay. So, Owen, what was your favorite workshop? I don't want to say the clay goddess because I was really sad about that one. Why were you sad about that one? Because I never knew what to do. Okay. I just wanted, I joined, and then I had no idea what we were doing. I didn't want to make a clay goddess, and I didn't want to make a pinch pot. I wanted to make something different, but then my mom just kept giving me ideas, and then I got stressed. And then I went away, and then when it 
it was done, people had some really good ideas that I just could have done. Oh, okay. So I can't say the clay shop, so... Well, how about the other children's activities that were organized? Did you guys have fun at those? Like Rain did slime and Karen did seed bombs. Did you guys enjoy those? Um, I, I like... I um, my favorite bomb. was the scavenger hunt, probably. The scavenger hunt? Because I could eat a bunch of raspberries. <laughs> what was your favorite children's activity, Atticus? Mine was the clay goddess. No, no, children's activities. So slime, the seed balls. I know. Scavenger hunt. The scavenger hunt. Okay, Hendrick, what was your favorite thing? The children's hunt. The children's hunt, the scavenger hunt. Because guess what I forgot to do? What? I didn't notice, but everyone else was finding acorns. They couldn't find no, them. No, nobody could find acorns. I actually had to. Do you have two acorns? We actually. Three acorns? In my bag from last fall. Oh, okay. So you didn't find them on the location, though. Yeah. <laughs> See, I should have found, I should have got one. I would have been. Yes, you could have uh, easily won. It's okay. So, hey, Connell, what was your favorite children's activity? The face painting. The face painting? Oh, yeah. I That's love another one of my favorites. So, you what did you guys get your face, face painted as? Um, Killy Willy. Among Us. I wanted Among Us. Did you see my Among Us face? Yeah. Hendrick had Among Us. Did you see? I wanted Among Us. What did you have, Atticus? I had a butterfly, but then I thought about a light blue Among Us, but then they went to eat lunch. They ran out of time. Yeah. And what about you, Owen? Um, I had a... Pray Mantis face with a scorpion tail right down my nose. Love it. I can still see something. Did you get washed off? No. Mommy just washed off. Yeah? What did she? The brownish red. I just think Atticus is washed off in the rain. Yeah, Atticus and me washed it off uh, okay. at the sinks. What so overall, what? you guys had fun. Do you Definitely. think you'll come back next year? Yes. 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 But this time, I'm going to bring some of my friends. I'm gonna bring my cat here next. You're time. gonna bring your cat. And then when we, she says, <laughs> and oh. jumps. Imagine she just jumps mm -hmm. like on my bed like this. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> All right. Well, thank Bye. you so much, you, you guys, uh, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. And here we are back again, talking to some first-time attendees of, well, mind you, all of us this year are first-time attendees of the Sunken Lake Pagan Retreat. These folks, introduce yourselves. What is your name? Hello, I am Lo. Wonderful. Welcome, Lo. And I'm Sarah Lynn, otherwise known as Lynn. Hello, Slynn. Thank you so much for coming by. Okay, very good. Now, are, is this both your first festivals? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First pagan, pagan festival. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And what were your expectations coming into it? Did you have any expectations or were you just coming in it sort of blind and hoping for the best? Or? Pretty much blind and hoping <laughs> yes. for the best for me. Yeah. <laughs> Expecting to meet more of the community, but that was pretty much my only expectation and to do some yoga. That's, oh, wonderful. that's what I wanted. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I was looking forward to uh, workshops that I saw that were on the schedule and learning from people and I guess the amount of community was unexpected. What 
has happened that has, you know, been surprising to you? Well, what is something, you know, so what is something that has happened you weren't expecting? What has been surprising to you? I was not expecting to feel so welcome and so included and just so feeling like I belong here. I mean, I am a bit socially awkward and anxious most of the time. So I was like, "Mm, I'll meet new people, but I didn't expect to like feel like everybody was my buddy so quickly. I guess that's what happens when you happen upon a group of also socially awkward, anxious people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all just feel at home. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I can be myself and I can yeah. unmask and yeah. just exist. So oh. what what surprised you? What, what was like, oh my goodness, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't expect to want to mother all of the children here. I honestly like <laughs> wanted to get away from my kids and from mothering, and but it's just so innate. It's, it's I, your instinct. Yeah. Yeah, I just, as soon as I hear anybody crying or, you know, even giggling or like mm. any kids around, I just want to develop. Yeah, and yeah. make them hot dogs. And make them hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said that like next year, I am happy to like make food for everybody. Like, do, like you could be the hot dog. Well, tell Brian, hot yep. dog lunch. Hot dog lunch. <laughs> on Saturday. So then you know what? Parents don't have to run back and feed their kids or even feed me. I enjoy a hot dog. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, breakfast. And I'm totally fine to do that. <laughs> well, we're hopefully having a feast next year. Mm. So there we are. So what has been, I don't know if it would be something different, maybe a specific incident. Some, what's your favorite thing you're going to take away from this? Any f- little thing that happened that was, you know, really your favorite thing or life favorite moment or- favorite moment for me i think it was when we did the spirit animals workshop or guides and pulling the manatee and just my initial reaction as someone who with adhd been masking and using everything i can to get a- ahead my whole life like femininity and like my looks and and all of that and then to pull the manatee who is you know not exactly the most Glamorous. Yeah, classically beautiful (laughs) animal, you could say. Um, And then reading what the things that would make it, like if it were my power animal. And it it was so unbelievably spot on and like just so what I needed and made so much sense with what I'm going through. I'm a fire sign and I'm a mama bear and I'm like, I'm a Leo and I feel like I am a lion a lot of the time. So to pull the manatee and to really identify with it was shocking. A big dose of water. Wonderful. That's lovely. That's really, really Sorry. nice. No, no. And because you know what? Listening to your story, this is the other thing I think that is so wonderful about this environment, this space, this community. We are allowed to feel the things we're feeling. I've so much this week, though. And nobody is going to judge you yeah, for no. having those feelings and having and, those epiphanies. And, and it's important to let them come out because part of the world's problem, I think, is suppressing all of that. Yes. And here, where you're here, you're in a safe space. And because you're so connected to the earth and to others, that part of you that keeps that wall up and and keeps it in, which is, you know, driving you bananas, even if you don't realize it's driving you bananas. When it comes out, it's like, oh, well, this is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It is one very cathartic. So what was something that really surprised or or a moment that was really poignant for you? The not work workshop, which I was like, hey, cool, cool workshop. Um, But then the uh, the idea that I had for my intention was to connect 
greater to my spirituality and that side of myself. I'm a scientist. I'm a student. I go to like, I'm still in school. And so a lot of my life is academics and science and that world kind of point of view and way of thinking, which is totally the opposite to paganism, spirituality, witchcraft, all that. For a while, I've always felt like there's two sides of me that don't mesh and they don't connect. And so I, I feel like I was flip-flopping a lot of the time. And then I felt like I lost connection to my spirituality for a while because I felt like I had to be, you know, I'm, I'm logical. I'm a scientist. I can't be spiritual. I believing in gods and magic. I can't do that. But when I try to suppress that and say no to that, it definitely feels like something's missing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, for this workshop, I'm going to focus on connecting with my spirituality. But then it actually became, as I'm doing my braiding, it became more of combining both and accepting both sides of myself. And the thing that came to my mind was, I am not one or the other, but I am all. Yeah. And I'm just, I can be that. I can have yeah. different communities and I can have mm -hmm. different sides to myself. I can accept all of me. That's great because you know what? A lot of people, and it takes a while to figure it out, but science and spirituality can walk hand in hand, you know, between quantum physics and quantum entanglement and energy fields <laughs> and all yeah. of these things. The science has finally caught up to mysticism. So they can walk very much hand in hand. If you can, you know, you have to find your way. Like a lot of religions and science don't walk hand in mm, hand. Yes. But yep. no, paganism and, and science can walk hand in hand happily together. Throughout my practice, I've found that like, my scientific background has definitely helped me keep grounded in a way. And I definitely help think that having the skeptical side is useful because, you know, not everything is a sign, right? And yeah. you keeping grounded and not going with a grain too deep. Salt, yes. Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. But then it's also kind of realizing, you know, the scientific method can't be used for absolutely everything. There's no way to test if there's gods or goddesses. It's, it's, it's that internal faith, that internal belief, and that doesn't need to be valid validated by anything just yourself yeah mm. and if you can share that with the people around you occasionally like it an event like this just helps you realize that you are not some little weirdo mm -hmm. you know sitting in your apartment all by yourself thinking how can this be real how can i believe this it's so nice to have people who even if they don't necessarily believe it in the same way that you do will support you in the way you want to believe it as well which mm -hmm. i think is what's so great about this community yeah absolutely. absolutely even though the druids do seem to sound like they have taken over and mm -hmm. recruited everybody <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually recruit that's no. not an uh, art no, thing but no but they have a lot of people have gone oh look at these guys yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i think with being here and they're being very like the druids are obviously very ceremonial and showy and I was worried coming in that I would really not fit in because I'm just such a hearth witch. Like I just like, and I'm, I'm, I'm very spiritual and I am very tuned in um, to an extreme point um, that is scary sometimes, but I don't practice any like rituals or, or anything. I mean, I do because we all do. Like yes. you know, exactly. my tea in the morning is a ritual. Yes, yes absolutely. The smallest things are ritual. And when yes. I realized that all of those things were like, you know, I, I have an altar and, and all of these things that were like, oh, okay, yes, this is, you know, a practice. This is my practice. And I think coming into this, I was just afraid that I would be 
not a good enough witch to fit in. I really imposter hope you don't think that. Imposter that syndrome now. can run deep when you're solitary, for sure. Yeah. And we all started out as solitaries. Everybody started as a solitary, even if they were like eight years old. Yeah. You know, and it's not saying that everybody's end goal should be to not be a solitary. If you're happy as a solitary and that works for you and coming to the gathering, making new friends and being part of the community and carrying that forward throughout the year, you can still stay a solitary if that's what you're comfortable with. I feel like that's kind of my path in a way. And it really, again, with pulling the manatee card and then looking at the, if a manatee is your power animal. And it said, and this is hard because I, um, I had a a really bad friend breakup. Um, mm. Like she was my sister. Oh, I've had one of those in the past two years. She, yeah. yeah, she. It's um, awful. We kind of by accident had our kid first kids together, and then on purpose planned to have our second kids together. And then she like breadcrumbed me for basically a year. Mm. Um, talked to other people about why she wasn't my friend, but never talked to me about it. And then she became my manager at work pretended to be my friend for that whole time. And then as soon as she got moved to a different apartment, was just gone. So I felt I'm, I'm grieving her, even mm-hmm. though she's still alive. And it's so much worse because she's friends with some of my friends, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so reading the, if the manatees, your power animal, there was one line and I, I took a picture of it because although I feel very solitary, I always feel like I need to have that person that I'm bonded to them. And the line that really got me, you function much more positively and effectively when you're in an intimate relationship or have a close friend to share things with. And I've been basically non-functional for the last year, I guess, since the kind of breakup started. And I'm grieving that loss and feeling like I need to find that person. Mm. But it's hard because you don't just happen upon no. your like mm-hmm. heterosexual soulmate. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know what? But you, you've got all kinds of friends now. Yep. <laughs> got all kinds of friends. Maybe not soulmate friends, but yep. you got all kinds of friends, yep. which is really, really wonderful. So thank you so much for stopping by and chatting with us and sharing your stories and being vulnerable. You both had some wonderful things to share that will hopefully encourage folks in the future to help make this gathering grow bigger and bigger every year. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And uh, we're always very grateful for any comments or suggestions that you may have. Constructive criticism also welcome. You can contact us on our Facebook Hello, beloved listeners and patrons of Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. We would like to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude for your unwavering support of our podcast. With your encouragement, we have been able to explore and celebrate the rich and diverse world of paganism and spirituality. We feel blessed to have had the opportunity to share our knowledge and experiences with you. As we continue to grow and evolve, we invite you to join us on this journey and become a Patreon member of our podcast. Your contribution will help us to continue creating quality content and provide you with more exciting episodes filled with wisdom, insights, and a little enchantment. 
By becoming a Patreon member, you will not only support our mission, but you will also have access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes goodies, discounts, and much, much more. Together, we can create a thriving and supportive community. To our amazing Patreons who have been there to support us through the past three seasons, Sybil, Josie, Catherine, Nicole, Amy Beth, Tomlin, Samantha, Stephanie, Chris, Ramos, Eric, Karen, Highland Horde, Danny, Tania, Sarah, Kay, Linda, and Jennifer. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of our three witches and a druid family. Let us continue to inspire and uplift each other, and may our collective energy bring light and love to the world. And until next time, everybody, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Bless it be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.